Well, thank you so much for joining this week's episode of Bridging the Gap. I am your host, Pastor Nate Brozier, and I just want to say thank you once again for joining this broadcast. I pray this week that it impacts you, that you take this word and you embrace it and identify yourself in it. And so I, I, without further ado, I want to get started. But if uh, you are watching this or listening to this, go ahead and share this to your broadcast or share this to your, uh, your, your, your format of wherever, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, go ahead and uh, share it to your social media outlet uh, for such a time. And if you know somebody after you've watched this, listened to this, and it's impacted you, go ahead and share it to your friends, your neighbors, your family. Let them hear this if they need to hear this word. But without further ado, let's get started. Today, I want to talk about six things that God cannot do. That's why I said cannot, can't do. Uh, And so, yes, you're probably wondering some things where I'm going, but I want to embrace this to understand who we serve, why we serve him, and who he really is. And so let's get started. Six things God cannot do. Number one, God cannot disown himself. Let me say that one more time. God cannot disown himself. Look in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. Hold on a second. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. For he cannot deny who he is. Simply put, many times we can change our our, our duties, we can change our professions. I was once a car salesman and then I disowned that position and I became something else. I was a manager at restaurants. I was a manager at a UPS hub. So I have disowned each one of them every step that I've gone on to. I still sell cars on the side. I still do some things in that world, but I am no longer that person. I'm no longer full-time in that world. The reason this is so important is because oftentimes people will begin to let us know really who they are. They change as the wind blows. But one thing God can never do is change. He cannot disown himself. He's Yahweh. He is Jehovah. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the El Shaddai. Come on now. God is more than enough. God is our provider. And these are things that he cannot disown. He is God all by himself. And beside him, there is no other. I don't know what that does to you, but that excites me. That that, that makes my body just excite, excitement all around me. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking that I can call upon the one and true living God, and he will be who he said he was. He said he was, what are these, some of the things he said? He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, Nathan. I'll be with you until the end. He also said through his word, he goes, when the enemy comes in like a flood, listen, his spirit will raise up a standard against it. These are things that I know my God can do because just in his name by itself, he's Jehovah Jireh, he's a provider. Jehovah Rapha, he's a healer. Listen, he's more than enough. Anything that me and you could ever deal with, he can supply and provide 
our every need. So number one, God cannot disown himself. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Unchangeable God. Unstoppable God. Immovable God. I can stay on number one all day, but let's go on. Number one, God cannot disown himself. Number two, God cannot lie. Oh yeah, me and you can lie. Our mom and dads can lie. Our coworkers can lie. Our, 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 our boss can lie to us. Everybody around us can lie because that's what we are. We're human. Humans have tendencies to lie. Let's look what the word of God says. It says in Hebrews chapter 6 and 18, it's impossible for God to lie. Look what it says in Numbers 23 and 19. He says, he is not a human. He is not a man. He cannot lie. So he does not change his mind. So if God said it, what is that old saying? I must believe it and then it's so. If God said it, I have to understand God on a level. Number one, he is God all by himself and beside him there is no other. Number two, he's never going to lie. Whatever he promised in his word, he said that I can have. I can abide underneath the shadow of the almighty God and he'll be there with me. Oh Lord Jesus, he cannot lie. So whatever he spoke over us through his word of God, we can declare it over our family. I will ask for me in my house. We shall serve the Lord. My children will never depart. Why? Because if I raise them up in the way that they should go, he said they will never depart. I have to bank on his word. Why? Because God is not a liar. <laughs> Ooh, that is exciting to me. God cannot lie. So if he said it, I believe it, then it's so. Number three, we said God cannot disown himself. God cannot lie. Number three, God cannot remember your sins. Come on, let that sink in. God cannot remember your sins. Even though the enemy wants to throw it up in our face and remind us of who we used to be, who we once was. Sometimes we have tendencies to fall back into that snare or even that trap. And the enemy will try to remind us of who he once was. Listen, God says, I cannot remember your sins. Look what he says in Hebrew chapter. Look what the word of God says in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. And I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. I don't know about you, but that does something to me that God said in one of his scriptures that he, he will, he will cast our sins into the sea of, of forgetfulness. He said also that our sins will never meet up because they'll, he'll remove them as far as the East is from the West. That means, that means, I don't know about you, but that tells me that God is gracious. God is merciful. God loves us enough that he'll take the old person that we once was or were and he'll say, listen, those insecurities that you had, those struggles that you had in your past, I'll forgive them and I'll forget them because why? God cannot remember your sins. 
That is so comforting to me. Come on, right there you should say amen at home, watching this online, whether you're listening to this as you're on a treadmill. Come on, give God praise right there because he can't remember your sins because he said he blotted them out. Your sins have been blotted out. So anytime that we try to, we, we start to hear these voices, we understand this is not God because he cannot remember our sins because he has forgiven us from all of our sins, all of our unrighteousness, all of our wickedness. Thank God that he doesn't hold those over our heads. That is the enemy. Which brings me to number four. God cannot tempt anyone. James chapter one, verse 13. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone else. I always love these people that would say things like this. Well, God's just, God's just tempt, uh, putting me through a test. He's wanting to see what I'm made of or he's testing me right now. Well, that's not the Bible. The Bible says God cannot tempt anyone. He says God's never tempted anyone to do wrong. Some people say, well, the devil, God made me do it. God spoke to me to kill my kids. Come on now. That's craziness. He would never tell you to do anything wrong. This is the enemy. And God said, I will never tempt anyone. He says he never tempts anyone else. So listen, we'll go through trials and tribulations, but God's not tempting us to say, listen, I'm going to see if they'll slip up now. Listen, that's not, a, that's not a gracious, merciful father. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us so much that he would, he would, he, look what Jesus did. He left the 99 to save the one, to rescue the one. Jesus' love for us is so, so beyond our minds that we can't fathom it. So you're going to sit here and try to tell me, well, God, God let me go through this stuff and now I lost my wife. I lost my husband. My child did this. My child, come on now. Think about what you're saying. Think about what you're saying. God cannot tempt anyone, which brings me to number five. God cannot change. Kind of talked about that in one, but God cannot change. In that same book, James chapter one, verse 17, he says, the Bible says he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. But the key word is, he never changes. I said it earlier, he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. God won't change. We change, that's the problem. We change our philosophy, we change our jobs, we change our, we have different ideologies, we have different theology even. We change, but God has never changed. He's the same yesterday. He was the same yesterday when he was with Moses and Abraham that he is today with you and I. He's the same. He's no respecter of persons. Sometimes we think that God loves these other people more than us. God, sometimes we think that God's blessing these people because we look at the monetary blessing that they're dealing with or they're, they're experiencing right now. Listen, that's not the mark of a blessing Knowing that God is with you is knowing that you're still in your right mind, as we would say back in the day. That I'm not unstable. I'm unstable. I'm not double-minded. That I, I, know what's, I know who I am through Christ Jesus. That's blessed, in my opinion. So God cannot change. He will never change. 
So understand, he is always the same. And number six, and the last, God cannot take back his word. Listen, he will never take back his word. Look what it says in Psalm 89, 34. No, I will not break my covenant. I will not take back a single word I said. This is just through the word of God. But he says, listen, my word will never return void. He cannot back out of his word. Or he cannot take back his word. If God said it, it has been settled. If God spoke it, it shall and will come to pass. I'm telling you right now, God, God can do anything but fail. There's nothing my God can't do. And I'm just bringing out, I'm playing on words here on this episode, but God can do anything but fail us. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Listen, that means he's with us till the end. That means he's with us till the time we take our last breath because he loves us that much. Listen, God cannot take back his word. He loves us. He loves us. He said he sent his son into the world that the world through him might be saved. He can't take back that word. When we receive Jesus Christ as that sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb, and we receive him as our Lord and Savior, and we deny our flesh, and we say, sins you shall no longer have a hold on me because I've accepted the Lamb of God as my sacrifice. And I receive his sacrifice that he shed upon the cross of Calvary then I have victory, not through my own duties, not through my own works, but through the blood of Jesus. What does this word say? Matthew 19, 26, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Philippians 4, 13, you can quote this with me. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. No matter how big your storm may seem to be right now, understand and rest assured that there is nothing too big for God. He has given you the power and authority to see yourself through. These are things we can rest assured on, that we know that we have an advocate. We know that we have somebody fighting our battles for us. God cannot fail us. I could have put that as seven. God cannot fail. God is capable of doing anything he sees or desires. My God, right there, I want to pray for you. You may have been having doubt in your mind that God is with you, even in the season that you're in right now. We're just coming out of a Christmas season, holiday festivities, uh, shoot, you think about it, the last six weeks we've had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then we just celebrated a new year. Listen, I want to help you out right now. You may feel like that you're in this thing alone. Let me tell you something. The devil is a liar. God is with you because he said he'd never leave you nor forsake you. You may be feeling like you're at the, 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 the edge of throwing in the towel. Listen, God will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you all the way. Don't give up now, but now is the time for you to press through your circumstances. Press through 
your insecurities. Press through that state of mind right now that's telling you to give up. I want to pray with you as we dismiss. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, God, right now that you will begin to allow who's watching this episode right now to identify who you really are, the true and living God, the never-failing, the never-failing God who will always be there when I cry out his name, when I call upon the name of Jesus, that he will be there for me. He will comfort me right there, even in the presence of my enemies. So, Father, I pray for those that are watching right now as they're feeling like this this struggle that is going on in their life. I pray that you begin to, to set them free as they begin to call out upon you, God, that they will know that you're a healer, you're a restorer, and you're a deliverer, God. Right now, I pray peace over them right now, even in the midst of their storm. God, you know, we know that you're a storm chaser. You cast the storms away. You spoke to the storm. You spoke to the sea and told it to calm down. You said, peace, be still. Father, I pray right now for my brother or my sister. Peace be still over their situation. Let them know that you are with them all the way. You're going with them. You're going before them. And you'll follow them through and through. God, I pray right now, peace in Jesus' name for those who are watching. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you and God bless. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and share it to someone. Uh, Until then, I'll see you next time on Bridging the Gap. God bless you.